I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can step up to the plate with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, bet the live same-game parlays for every MLB game and track your game and bets live with box scores and play-by-play. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Welcome in. No days off. I know if we're doing the open again, we're doing the open again. No days off here for the New York, New York crew on Spotify Green Room. Welcome in. The Mets have made the move that everybody wanted them to make. My goodness, what a time to be alive if you're a fan of the New York Metropolitans. The New York Metropolitans, who were the butt of all jokes with thumbs down who had a miserable 2021 season. Think about what the Mets were able to do this offseason. Starling Marte, Mark Canna, they go and get Escobar. They go and get Max Scherzer $40-plus million. And now, after screwing the pooch with Mickey Callaway, after hiring the incompetent, inept Louis Rojas, the Mets now go and get the most qualified manager that is out there in Buck Showalter. They go and get a guy who is a proven winner. They go and get a guy who has had success at every stop in his big league career. And you didn't need on-the-job training. You didn't need a manager who, you know, was trying to feel out the process, was trying to feel out himself. Nonsense. You needed somebody who was going to come in here right away take a winning team, and get them to where they need to be. No knock on Joe Espada, no knock on Quattaro, or any of the other guys that were being rumored or being mentioned. This was the guy to go and get. Credit the Mets. Credit Steve Cohen. They're acting like the big boys. They're acting like the New York Yankees used to. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. This bothers me from a Yankee perspective. I mentioned. The jealousy 
of when Scherzer was signed. I owned it. I'm even more jealous. Buck should have been brought back home to the Yankees. Today is about the Mets, but the idea now that I am going to see Buck Showalter, the guy I wanted managing the Yankees, in the other dugout across town, Billy Martin's boy, manager of Don Mattingly, and I got to sit there and watch Aaron Bone? That's hideous. That's absolutely hideous. But today is a great day for the Mets fan. It's been a great couple of weeks. They have overcome the embarrassment of last year. And listen, this owner has got you exactly where you want to be. No ifs, ends, or buts. Big news in New York, New York, New York. Of course, we're rocking. We're going to start it up. Welcoming a guy who's a friend of mine. Big Met fan. I'm sure he's super giddy. The great Mark in Kings Park leads off the proceedings. Mark, just mute, unmute, and away we go. What's up, buddy? What is up, JJ? How are you, my man? I I had a feeling you were going to be chiming in today. I knew there was going to be a little extra pep in your step today with the news that came down today. So mazel tov, friend. Congratulations. Oh, man. Thank you very much. I mean, like what like what a great offseason it's been. And I mean, even in a time where we can sign free agents, which hopefully that ends sooner than later, uh, you know, still some great Met news, man. I mean, look, I mean, as a big Mets fan, I mean, been for so many years under the Wolpons, been sick and tired, and even last year, of the embarrassments one after the other. I mean, we spoke obviously at nauseam about it, but all the losing and the embarrassing. I mean, it's one thing to lose, and Stephen Cohen hates to lose. The thing that he, the only thing he hates more than losing, I think, is being embarrassed. And I think that we're going to look back and we're going to see the whole rat raccoon thing and the thumbs down thing as one of the turning points and one of the best things that's have happened to this franchise. Because that's really what got Steve Cohen motivated and really got him fired up. He'd be like, look, the buck stops here. We're going to go out. We're going to get buck. And we're going to go out. We're going to be the best pitcher in the market. We're finally going to get a center fielder. He's just checking off all the boxes slowly and steadily. And man, I mean, the professionalism that buck brings. I mean, all this stuff less likely to happen. The leadership, not only in the dugout, but on the field. There's just a capper within the dugout. I mean, the face is changing in the organization, the culture that he's talked about. Slow and steady, everything you feel is just changing. And man, I mean, just can't be excited. I mean, the players. Oh, how can you not be? Listen, you have legitimate, bona fide championship hopes now with a manager who has won, hasn't gotten to the top of the mountain, but has made every situation he's been a part of better. You got this ultimate one-two punch. And you're right about this, Mark. They should have been embarrassed last year. What happened with the thumbs down at the end of August was a disgrace. What happened last year with Louis Rojas being incompetent and not having a clue with what's going on within your clubhouse is embarrassing leadership. There's no way in the world that will happen under this manager. Something may happen, but the manager is going to sniff it out immediately. You needed this sort of culture change. This is seismic. This is exactly what the Mets have been in need of. And bro... You know me. I tell it like it is. I'm freaking jealous of your team, bro. I'm jealous. You know, we finally did something good because there's really been nothing to be embarrassed or nothing to be jealous about for the Mets in, in many years. I mean, just to disagree with you, like, you know, like a little bit, I don't think it'll even get the buck. I mean, you get players like Scherzer, like Canna, Escobar, Marte, all these new additions. The, the commonality that all of these players have is the leadership. And you can police the other players on the field, just like what happened with the 06 Mets, for example. 
just like the 2015 Mets. The players can get in people's ears and say, look, this is not how we do things in New York. And if that still doesn't work, that's when Buck could get involved. So that is also what I'm excited about because just like when you have like the Grom going out there, right? And it just feels different, right? Same exact thing happens when Scherzer goes out there. The game's going to feel different. And you add these other components around that, you know, those pitchers. I mean, it's going to feel different, I think, this year at City Field. God willing that we have baseball this year. We will have baseball. I, I understand that. The lockout is an absolute mess. Good start to the show. Always great hearing from our main man, Mark. Look, instant credibility is what you have with this hire. There is a sense of we got a legit one-two punch. We got a professional lineup. And now we have a top-notch professional manager where there's going to be no questions about on-the-job training. There's going to be no questions to whether or not he can handle managing in this town. And to boot, you stick it to the Yankee fan. What's not to like about this? Let's head to Syosset. The great Anthony joins us. Anthony, I'm sure you're in a wonderful mood, my friend. How we doing? I'm fine. You got to give me a minute. You got to give me a few minutes here, though, if that's all right. I can do that for you. Anything. As long as you don't piss me off. Anything for you, Anthony and Syosset. There's a few because there's a few ways to hit this. First of all, today's about the Met fan, right? This is about the Met fan. However, you and I, and a lot of your listeners too, a lot of your loyal Yankee fan listeners can can paint this in a Yankee with a Yankee brush too, and we will. Let me just get this out of the way for the Met fan with your new manager. And this is not so much for, you know, I left you a voicemail already, and and, and I called a few a few Met fans out that have been teasing the Buck move for a while. The Hammers, the cousin Pete's, the Uncle George's. This is not for them because those to me are, you know, the Met fans that have been through the wars. But the new age Met fan, the seven train, the triple extra large orange shirts in center field, the ones that think that they just hired a loser, go fuck yourselves. Okay. You right now, you right now have the only manager in baseball that is tied to the managerial tree of Billy Martin. Say no more. Okay. And one thing that if I were a Met fan or if I were a guy that had a New York podcast and I was looking for an angle from this, keep an eye on the Showalter Lindor relationship, JJ, because they are tied to Lindor for what is it? Another nine years. Buck coming in right now, one of two things are going to happen. Nothing in the middle. Lindor is either going to love him or hate him. Hate him. I agree with that. There will be no middle ground. Anthony, I'm here to tell you, I think he's going to love Buck because he played great for Tito Francona. Tito obviously have old school ties, did great things with the Red Sox. But look at Adam Jones. Adam Jones in the endorsement of Buck Showalter, that is a modern-day player, well-respected. Everyone around baseball has nothing but good things to say about Adam Jones. Adam Jones would run through a brick wall for Buck. If Francisco Lindor can't play for this manager, then you know what? I want nothing to do with Francisco Lindor. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I would leave it in terms of what the Met fans should be looking forward to you know, to here, because again, the new age Met fan isn't looking at it that way, but if they bring in this manager now and this manager relates to your quote unquote franchise player, then how is it a bad move? Now let, let's forget that again, the Mets got their manager. You tip your hat. Let's now move to the Yankees. Okay. You had Showalter on your podcast. When was it over the summer? Over the summer. Yeah, it was during July. Remember it well. Yes. He made it clear. You and I spoke right after he made it clear. He wanted to manage again right there. The antennas went up in, in, in my Yankee land and in your Yankee land. Okay. What we now have, and, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not opening anyone's eyes to this. I'm just reiterating it today. 
What we have is we have a middleman. We have a messenger. We have a puppet. We have a guy that is doing the dirty work of the front office who is really running the team. Now, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with the Mets because they do have an analytical office. And I think Showalter, listen, what was Billy Martin, dude, before our time? But what was he? Billy Martin was the, the way that you mixed analytics with feel for the game in the right way. And Buck Showalter, I think, will have that. Do we have that? Absolutely not. And from the minute I thought about it, hit me today, dude, from the minute that Luis Severino didn't know what time the first fucking pitch was in game three of the ALDS in 18 against the Red Sox. Up until what you saw this year with Torres, who I think will have a good bounce back here at second base, with the way Sanchez carried himself, and with the way that the bullpen couldn't hold leads, with, with, with the looks on their faces, we've said it a million times, dude, there is no leadership on this team. Just because the players might come out and tell you they love the manager, what does it mean, dude? How many times in your life have you said, oh, I love my boss? It doesn't mean he's the right guy for the job. You need the right guy for the job. You don't need the guy that all the employees are going to love because they can fucking take advantage of his leadership. And you had that opportunity. That's the thing. Not only was that type of a manager out there, but it was a manager that had ties to your franchise. And they skipped on it, dude. I mean, what else do you want me to say? What the fuck else can I say right now? Anthony, I understand your frustration. I feel the exact way that you do. I want to buck show to manage in this team. I talked about it in May. I talked about it in June. I talked about it in September. He was the guy to go and get from a Yankee perspective. They didn't do it. Instead, the Yankees go and reward a manager who has underachieved the last two years and lacks that intestinal fortitude and leadership that I'm looking for. The Mets should be giddy. The Yankee fans should be sick. It's as simple as that. The great Doug in Long Island, is up next. He joins us. I'm sure he's fired up. What's up, Dougie? Dougie boy. Oh, I'm getting better with the unmute button. I know. You're turning into a pro. I mean, what can I say? What can I say? Uh, congratulations, by the way. You must be fired up. I, I am, Johnny. I really am. Uh, before I did it, happy holidays to you. I miss you. Uh, I don't want to blow you up on Instagram all the time and take you. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm on there all the time. You know me, Doug. I'm keeping busy. So I'm on there all the time. You got nothing to worry about, bro. For you, anything. Anything. This, I mean, for all the people in the media saying, oh, it's only the manager. It's not a big deal. How can people watch this team after the two shit shows they had running this team and not realize that this was a must? Not a can. A can, a must. And Steve Cohen hit a home run. And once Max Scherzer said and mentioned him, I, I knew this was a done deal because he had to do things to get Max here. And I just think they went through the MLB process. I think they knew all along he was going to be the manager. And today I'm very happy as a Met fan. Well, you should be because you got the best choice available. You got a guy who's been through New York. He understands the wars. He is a program builder. And after what you had with your last two hires, Doug, how could you go down that road again with the expectations that this team is going to have? You couldn't go down that road. No, not at all. And I tell you, Johnny, the best part about it is for all these assholes on Twitter, these reporters who think they're bigger than the players, this was broken by Steve Cohen. That was the best part. Of oh, it was great. It was great. Instead of leaking it to a Heyman or a Martino or whoever, the owner said, you know what? I'm going to send this tweet out myself. I'm going to let the Met fan know myself. And I'll tell you this, Doug. I like those tweets from Steve Cohen a heck of a lot more than the ones complaining about the on-base percentage in the OPS of the lineup. Just a little food for thought. I tell you, I got to give Anthony credit because Anthony was spot on. And the Lindor situation was another reason this was a must 
a must add. You had to do this. And I think Lindor's going to be fine. He's coming off the McNeil thing. If he, if this year, if Lindor has a problem with Buck, that's a hundred percent on Lindor and that is going to destroy him as a player to everyone. Doug, if he can't handle Buck Showalter, then he's not the right guy for New York and he's not the right guy for your franchise. It's as simple as that because Manny Machado loved playing for Buck Showalter. Adam Jones loved playing for Buck Showalter. This narrative and this nonsense that modern-day players can't relate to Buck, give me a freaking break with that, dude. That is garbage. That is just insanity to even throw that out there. You needed somebody to come in right away, take names and kick ass, and you're right about something. I guarantee you, Scherzer, when he met with Cohen a couple of weeks ago over dinner, they probably had a discussion about the manager, and I bet you Max said, you could go get Buck Showalter? Well, what in God's name are we waiting for? Go get Buck Showalter. Why not? Right. They have the, They meet with Scherzer, and I'm sure he addressed, he addressed Buck, and he also told him, you know, you guys don't have a good clubhouse. And in a minute, Epler signs three clubhouse guys, and then they contact Buck. So, you know, this is a guy who's a winner. He's one of the best pitchers of my generation. He's definitely top 10, and I'm 55 that I've seen. And you got him to come here when everybody said, why would he come here? There's no reason. So, listen, Steve Cohen can get things done, and that's a good feeling going forward. I got to just ask you a quick Nick thing. Sure. sure. I don't want to make it about the Knicks, so I'll continue on Instagram with you. Um, You know, I've said all along, do what you got to do to get a star. This team is not they're – they're more than a star away. Johnny, I, I can't trade these kids. I, got, I want to develop these kids. I want to take a page out of the Nets book and go back three years where the Nets were before KD – and let's get in a situation where stars might want to come here. All right. Thank you, buddy. Dougie, you got it, bro. Good call. Look, the Knicks roster is currently constructed is not good enough. We all know that. It's not good enough. What is that big trade? What is that big move? If Lillard's not the guy, who is? I think you might see, you know, a minor move here, a minor move there. But I don't think the Knicks overhaul the roster between now and February. I don't. But what's going right now for the Knicks is clearly not working. That is true. I mean, the Knicks have played a whole lot of lackluster basketball and basically got everybody and their mother on the COVID list. All right, our buddy, the great Justin in Floral Park is up next. Hello, Justin. JJ, what's going on, brother? Happy- Justin, not going to sit well, bro, with you and I watching Buck Showalter manage games for the New York Mets. That bothers me, bro. It bothers me. To all the Mets fans, yes. this is, uh, without a doubt, bizarro world, man. The Mets have become the Yankees. Everything we have wanted on our shopping list has been ripped and taken apart from us, whether it be Marte, Serger, and now Buck. Because we talked about Buck all summer long, how Boone's got to go. He's lost this clubhouse. He's not a winning manager. And now Buck, I'm, I'm hoping the Mets win the World Series because I think that's what it's going to take for this Yankee brass to wake the fuck up. See, you say that, Justin. I don't know, I don't know about that, dude. They lost a playoff game to the Red Sox this year. They lost a playoff series to the Red Sox a couple of years ago. They have not drastically altered their financial wherewithal. I think they will spend to a point. I think it is business-like for them. I think they want to win, but I think they want to win at a cost. On the other hand, you look at a team like the Mets and the way they're handling their offseason, the Mets, now they needed to be more in the all-in type of mode but they go and get Max Scherzer. They go and get Starling Marte. They go and get the best managerial choice that is out there. They're running their organization, dude, the way in many ways the Yankees used to run their organization. And that stinks. 
Oh, absolutely. Listen, well, like you said, we are jealous. I will definitely admit it. It's just that I got to see what the plan is, man, because it's not working right now for the Yankees and it hasn't. Well, and here, and here's the worst part, Justin. You're going to have to wait now at least a month before you see anything from the Yankees now anyway because of what's going on with the lockout. So that's the thing. The Mets, they, they might even go and make another move when this lockout ends. But even if they don't, it's Buck, it's Scherzer, it's Marte, it's Tanner, it, it's Escobar. The Mets have had the best offseason out of anybody in Major League Baseball. They really have. It's, it's going to be fascinating, but it, it, the Yankees don't react. I just think that they don't care about winning as much as we, as, as us fans do. That's the bottom line. They just care about filling the seats and being okay, but not being over the top anymore like they used to be. Uh, I would agree with that. And all you need to know about their mentality and their feeling is what they decided to do with this manager after losing a wild card game to the Boston Red Sox and selling you on the idea of bringing him back for multiple years. I mean, it, it, Justin, we were talking about in September saying if they lose a wild card game, there's no way in the world he's back. Not only he's come back, he gets a huge extension. Like I said, the bizarro world, man. But once again, congratulations to the Mets. And JJ, have a great holiday. I'll speak to you. Uh, I know you will, Justin. Go out to your Buffalo Bills tomorrow. Big game uh, against the Carolina Panthers. Listen, nobody in baseball has had a better offseason than the Mets. It's not even close. Find me a team in the sport that's had a better offseason. Let's head to the great Jeff Money. Hi, Jeff Money. What up, Dan? Now, before I talk about the Mets, I want to say you did a terrific job again on Baseball Night in New York hosting the show. Oh, I enjoyed it. And I can tell you, my friend, that I will have a ton of fun doing that show on Monday with all the news surrounding Buck Showalter. I mean, you want to talk about a television show that is ready made to order, my friend? That is ready made to order. Oh, absolutely. And they should hire you on a regular basis, but that's my opinion. That's nice of you to say. Listen, I like doing the show. It's the perfect compliment. You know, I love my SNY people. It was very important to me when, you know, I was brought over to the ringer and Spotify, which is near and dear to my heart. But I was like, guys, I got to be on the small screen. Uh, you know, my pretty mug has got to be on TV for all New York City to see. I mean, listen, it's the best way of, you know, join uh symbiotic relationships. I don't even know if that's a word, but the idea of Spotify winning, the ringer winning, SNY winning. Listen, I I'm more than happy to share the wealth, you know? Absolutely. Now going back with the Mets and Buck, Buck stops here. And I would have, my pleasure would be to have another, you know, subway series between the Mets and Yankees. I'm not one of those that's being a Yankee head. I want to see both teams do good because I want to play against the Yankees in the World Series. That's the main thing I'd be looking forward to if it, it can happen. And I'm very happy about the pickup by Buck, no matter how it turns out. The Mets did the right thing with Cohen. And if they can pull off, you know, a miracle getting Brian also at third base would be nice because he also plays outfield. Oh, I'd love the Brian pickup. And I said this before we hit the offseason, Jeff Money, that to me, Chris Bryant would be a better fit for the Mets than Javier Baez. It will be interesting to see with Connor coming in, with Marte coming in, with Escobar coming in, how you make it work. But I cross that bridge when I get to it. And if it means you got to find it bats for Cano if he comes back, whatever. If it means you got to say goodbye to either J.D. Davis or Jeff McNeil, whatever. I'm all in on the idea of putting my eggs in the 2022 basket because you don't know how many great years you have left top flight years you have left of Scherzer and DeGrom. The idea, to me, is to go for it right here, right now. 
That's what they did with the Scherzer signing. That's what they did with this managerial move. That's the way you go about it. I totally agree. They got to they gotta go for it now. That's it. You know, you go what they can. And, and I'm very happy uh, we got Cohen there as the owner. And it, and it worked out good last year, the debacle going out of first place. And that made. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was... A kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. The playoffs, it, they probably would have still had the same manager and Rojas, and it would probably have been the same crap going on. Well, clearly there was a wake-up call. And a lot of people, Jeff Money, appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk tomorrow. Um, they referenced the thumbs down, which was an embarrassing look. And I was actually surprised, quite frankly, how many Mets fans ended up warming up to the idea of bringing that clown Baez back. Baez, who was clearly playing for a contract. Baez, who clearly, clearly was on his best behavior over the final three weeks of the year. Some of fans wanted him back. I'm like, hell no, bro. Hell no. You don't want that guy on your team. You don't. They did the right thing by letting him go to the Detroit Tigers. Choosing Marte, choosing Scherzer. And imagine they end up choosing Chris Bryant. I mean, the Mets right now got it cooking. To the great. Alex in Newark, New Jersey. Hello, Alex. Hello, JJ. Hello, sir. How are you? Yes, Alex. How are we doing, buddy? What's happening? Don't worry about me and that mute button. No, you delivered. You delivered. Nothing to worry about, pal. Nothing to worry about. First and foremost, has the fraudster from Syasa called in? Oh, we have heard from Syasa, yes. So I, I see that you want to one-off Syasa right about now. I can understand that. I can understand uh, that. Listen, while Syasa was eating and enjoying himself, so conversation, I was on the Peloton. So, you know, now I call. 
Well, listen, some some work, others eat. I learned that a long, long time ago, my friend. Some work, others eat. And I hope you work today. I'm, I'm- I, I did. Got a good run in. You'd be proud of me. You'd be proud. Very, very nice. So, so here's the thing. I, I'm not angry at the Mets. I'm happy for them. It's not their fault they hired Buck Walter. No, they should be commended. You know what they did? They acted like a real big market New York City baseball team. Instead of rewarding a clown puppet manager who has no feel for his team, who's seen his team regress, you give him a contract extension, basically like it's candy on Halloween. Instead of acting like big boys, the Yankees act like they're the Kansas City Royals and the Mets are acting like big boys. Give credit where credit is due. And 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 I'll be completely in the whole offseason. They've acted like big boys. Let's be honest about it. Well, that's what I mean. From Scherzer to Marte and getting the best managerial candidate out there. They're killing it right now. They are killing it. And and I'll be curious because obviously, you know, for us, and I'm sure, you know, many have talked about it, uh, Buck is personal, right? It's that, it's that tie back. And um, I'll be curious which way I go because I love Buck. I want Buck to win. Oh, I can't see you rooting for the kitty met though, Alex. You say that now. There's no way in the world Alex in Newark, who has been calling me for years destroying the Met fan, is now going to get on board with the Mets fan. There's no way. Just, I just think it will it will fuel my hatred for the Mets more because obviously you'll be that annoyed that someone you love is is doing it. And and here's the thing: there's two things, JJ. You're at fault. I hate to break the news. To you. How am I at fault? What did what did I do? What did I do? Your new age. Everything is is we want, we, we never want to pun. Everything's statistical, analytical. Throw the old school out the window. Three yards in a cloud of dust and a field goal is no longer part. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I've been endorsing Buck Showalter to be manager of the team going back to 2020. That's number one. Number two, comparing what Brandon Staley did in the Thursday night football game and the idea of going for it and comparing that to Aaron Boone. No, 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 no. Because he's steadfast. He's consistent. He, He just didn't get the results. Staley at least has some balls. I can't say the same about the Yankee manager. Come on now. Come on. Now we will. We, no, no. And, and, and I think we both agree that this, if any of our minds had drifted back to a time that was that connection that we know the boss would have went back to hiring Donnie baseball, bringing in Buck, bringing in maybe Lou, not Lou now, but Lou circa, you know, 10 years, what, whatever, you know, the, these ties back, they're gone. They're gone. It's over. It's, it's, and, and it bothers me that this new formation of Yankees, which is still Steinbrenner's, has no allegiance to the history. They claim to, they want to sell it, they want to market it. But when you have something staring you straight in the face, it's not only like, okay, maddeningly, you could argue one way or the other, whatever. Dot, dot. Girardi at least had some history with the Yankees involved, not the history of Donnie. But, but, but he, I agree with that. That's why to me, it's a big difference between Girardi, Donnie, and what the Yankees were presented in front of them right here. And don't tell me the history of Aaron Boone hitting a home run in 2003. Nobody gives a rat's ass about that at this point. Well, here was the difference. Girardi at that point in time had managerial experience. The guy won manager of the year with the Florida Marlins when basically they gutted the entire team and he had him in the playoff race in September and basically got canned because he and Lori couldn't stand one another. They couldn't stand one another. This, the Yankees were rewarding a manager who gave them absolutely nothing to feel good about the last two years. And you know, Alex, I was thinking about this. Buck and Girardi had some wars when they were managing in the AL East. When Girardi was managing the Yankees and Buck was with the Baltimore Orioles, there was no love lost between those two when they were going at it. Those Met-Philly games with Buck in one dugout 
Girardi in the other dugout. Get your popcorn ready for those, big boy. Those are going to be some fun baseball games. And 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 the NL East is suddenly Yankee Central. What about when you have uh, Buck and Mattingly, who you know is is one of Buck's proteges, is one of Buck's. I mean, you know, to, to Mattingly, that's a mentor. I mean, you know, he grew up under Billy and Buck, etc. I mean, you know, there, there's unfortunately the Yankees don't play in that division, nor do we have one of these guys, so we don't get to enjoy these storylines. But they're plentiful in the NL East. Well, think about it. You got Jeter and Donnie. In Miami, you got Buck and Epler with the Mets, and then you have Girardi and Kevin Long and Dina Gregorius with the Philadelphia Phillies. Crazy, Alex. Crazy. And and you would take, and then I want one quick cheese point, you would take any of those managers over the current one we have. Hands down. Without hesitation. Without hesitation. 1,000%. And you know what? Again, the Yankees got to burn. They had to burn. Enough of this. We almost make wild card. We make wild card. We maybe went. They're never, but it's, this is where you missed the point, though. They're never going to burn. With the amount of money that they're spending, with the investment they have in the team, the Yankees are not going to go and lose 55, you know, win 75 games next year, Alex. It's not going to happen. No, but you can miss playoffs. I mean, there, you know, there's plenty of. But I'm telling you, they would not have altered their perception and thought process if they missed the playoffs. I'm telling you, they would have brought this manager back. And 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 this is the problem with you know uh, the GM having obviously a life lifelong contract and them now uh, putting the final nail in what is the old Yankees coffin in for someone like myself who reveres that it's disappointing. And here's the thing, very quickly, because I know you're getting a lot of uh, you know happy for Buck, uh, miserable Yankee fans calls today. Uh, we're happy for Coach O'Toole and very nondescript game to the majority of the people, but you know a huge win in the Garden, significant for him getting turned over for the. Uh, uh, getting passed over for the St. John's job. Obviously, Pitt needed it. St. John's, talk about a brutal loss. You can't get another one. Didn't have their best player, but that's a terrible loss. Doesn't have their two best players. Pitt's one of the worst teams in the, in the... Also true. Also true. You can't lose the Pitt at home. You can't lose the Pitt at home. I agree with that. I mean, you know, Pitt's, Pitt's been decimated beyond decimated. They're absolutely horrific. And God bless Coach for, you know, getting a gritty-gutty, at least semi-marquee win in New York. Um, but here's the thing with us. You know, our buddy Matt Guy was saying, oh, we'll win enough non-conference games, whatever. Dude, we're not winning enough. We're not, I don't think we're getting to the wins or. Well, and how about the fact now, Newark, that there are two layup games, which I think were Cornell and Lehigh are off the schedule because of COVID. So basically now Syracuse is going to be 500 going in the ACC. They got a lot of work to do if they're going to be a tournament team. They get in to win a game or two, but they got a lot of work to do. Scotty joins us. He's up next. Hi, Scotty. Hey, JJ. First of all, I was having a pretty good day. You know, I saw a Spider-Man movie. That was. By the way, you give it good reviews. I finally saw Far From Home, and I loved it. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was great. So I can't wait to watch this. Uh, terrific. I'm going to like the movie. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. All I need to know is I'm going to like it. That's all I need to know. If you don't like this movie, I don't know about you, bro. This- there you go. All right. That's a, that, that's fair. I'm probably going to like it. then. Okay, good. My mom and dad, like we nice. saw the first Spider-Man movie when I was five. So I did that on purpose. And yeah, is, I'm not ashamed. Yes, I'm a grown ass man that walked to the movie theater with a 60 degree old parents. That's ah, all right. You'll remember it 20 years from now, Scotty. You got a story to tell. Exactly. For now, you know, I could have taken I could have taken some girl to see it, but we might not be a real couple. So you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You will remember. Looking back at my mom and dad, I appreciate that. I would agree with that. I would agree. We love mom and dad. Anyways, enough about Spider Man. On to the other guy in Queens, the Mets. Good for them. I'm not mad at the Mets, Jay. I'm happy for them, bro. My my godfather's excited. He's seventy two. You know, all my uncles and cousins are Mets fans, happy. 
none of the Yankee haters. So they're all happy. I'm happy for them. It's about time. They all, Mets deserve a winner. They're good fans. They got a good fan base. But again, this goes back to the Yankees, bro. The Yankees, they're just a sap organization. Like Alex from Newark brought it up. I didn't even realize. I forgot the Mets had, the Marlins got Donnie Baseball, Joe, uh, Derek Jeter, Phillies got Girardi. I mean, it's like, really? I mean, the Yankees rewarded this guy, boom. I just can't believe we kept this guy. Especially off of the year that the Yankees had. And that, to me, was the ultimate wake-up call, Scotty. The ultimate wake-up call to go and get a new manager was what transpired this year. Could have had Buck. Instead, I get Aaron Boone for three more years. Nice. Bradley joins us. What's up, Bradley? Hey, JJ. Good to talk to you again. Forget the sound of my voice. I'm battling COVID. Oh, hang in there, by the way. Yeah, get well. Okay, get well. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just want to offer my congratulations to the Mets. I, I mean, I think they're overall the winners of the offseason. Um, I mean, what Buck will do for them, I just I keep thinking back to like, you know, like back in the 90s when he was managing the Yankees and Gene the Stick was uh, GM. They laid the foundation of those Yankee teams like with their success in the 90s before Joe Torre came in. So I, I just think uh, Buck is just going to do amazing things for the, for the Mets going forward. He's a program builder. That's exactly what they needed. They could not go down the road and roll the dice again on somebody who had not done the job before. I, I think Joe Espada is probably going to be a good big league manager. That's fine. He can go and get his opportunity elsewhere. I had a chance to go and get the proven commodity. No brainer for me. Give me Buck 100 out of 100. Slam dunk. Absolutely. I mean, I, w- I would have loved to have Buck back with the Yankees too. I mean, but what we have now is just a, a total disgrace and a joke. I mean, to see Boone with the like same stuff again going forward, it, it's just going to be uh, like rinse cycle repeat, you know? Yeah, and I got to sit there and watch Buck Showalter now for 162 games because, listen, my job, I watch the Yankees and the Mets religiously. That's what I do. I'm going to have to see Buck run at circles around all the managers. That's going to bother me. My buddy, my pal, the great young Brian. What's up, bud? Young Brian. Hey, JJ, what's up? How are we? Uh, you excited to do a show later today? You should be. You got uh, a lot of material on your hands. Just saying. I do. 2 to 6 a.m. on the fan tonight. There you go. Shameless plug. Proud of you. The beers taste sour it stands tonight. I got to say. Um, this is the offseason the Yankees should have had. If, if Boston wasn't a wake-up call, then what the hell is going to be the wake-up call? Well, it's not going to be. That's the thing. The Yankees are very content where they're at right now. You don't have to like it. I don't have to like it. But that's the reality. Like, I think there are people out there, Brian, who honestly believe that this will change the way the Yankees do business. I don't buy that for a minute because the Yankees just lost a playoffs game to the Red Sox. A couple of years ago, they lost a playoff series to the Red Sox. They're not, they're not changing the way they do business, please. It's been the Red Sox. You've been embarrassed over the last half decade by the Tampa Bay Rays, who, aren't, who shouldn't be nearly the same franchise that you are. And now you're going to have to see your crosstown rival. Let's be real. I mean, if we're going to, barring injury, this team's going to win 100 games. They're going to have two Young candidates on their, on their uh, pitching staff. You're going to have to see that across town. If the Red Sox beating you and embarrassing you on a national stage did nothing for you, then what the hell is this going to do? It's a great point, Brian. But that's the reality of the world that we live in right now. The Mets are this big market, big ticket item that is all in. And you have to have serious reservations and questions if the Yankees are in the same sort of mood, vibe, feel. Because I don't see it. And JJ, that's the, that's the biggest problem with this whole thing, too, is because 
this should have been the Yankees offseason. It's bad enough that this happened to the Mets and everything, but this should have been the Yankees. Well, Buck, for sure. And if you want to tell me, all right, it's not Scherzer, it's got to be Seager or it's got to be somebody else that's going to make a monster. Well, listen, you, you can't expect the Yankees to have a $500 million payroll. The Mets, for that matter, are not going to have a $500 million payroll. But where is the bit? Where is the big move? Where is the big splash? You could have easily brought in Verlander. He signed for $25 million a year for a two-year deal. You couldn't have made that move? I don't disagree with that. Listen, don't disagree with that. And the Yankees had enough money to go and get a guy like Seager, who would have fit the team perfectly. For Seager, they had enough for Verlander. They had enough to make some bullpen moves. And they had definitely had enough to go get... They should have had the balls to go get Showalter. Because going back with this lame duck manager in Boone and, and, and having another guy across town that's going to be embarrassing you week after week in the manager booth, it's just... It's embarrassing at this point. Yeah, Brian, listen, good luck tonight. I feel your pain, bro. I feel your pain because it's a stark difference between what the Mets have day in and day out in the dugout and what the Yankees have. Anybody who would rather have Aaron Boone managing than Buck Showalter is an idiot. Let's put it as simply as that. The great Charlie in Elmhurst joins us. Hi, Charlie. Hey, JJ, can you hear me? Uh, I got you, Charlie. Hope you're enjoying your vacation. I, I know I was... Not in a great mood right about now, bro. Not going to lie to you. Happy for our Mets friends, but I'm not in a good mood. Oh, it's bothering me right now. and bothering me to no end. Yeah, yeah. I cut the, cut the pod on this uh, green room after that. I wasn't... This will be a pod. You got nothing to worry about. This will absolutely be a pod later today. Yes. Just cut the Anthony and Syosset, uh, cut the Anthony Syosset part, which I agree with it. And here's the difference. Uh, here's the difference. And I want to congratulate the Mets. That's the one I, got, I wanted to have Buck back. Not with this clown uh, puppet manager. Boone's a puppet anyway. So, but I think the, uh, what Buck's going to bring to the Mets is like accountability, pride, and he's a no nonsense guy. And he, because he managed New York and he knows how to, you know, the, like, you know, the players kind of start to like, you know, media is kind of making attention, whatever, some kind of thing, thing, blah, blah, blah. He knows how to deflect the, you know, attention away from it. And he knows how to like handle those kind of, uh, you know, the shit, uh, you know, chaos. He knows how to handle it. So uh, I wanted Buck back. And the fact that the Yankees has no accountability and this team has no, team has no leadership, that bothers me to no end that. And if they end up Mets winning the World Series, I'll not be bothered because you know why? Uh, they got the manager. Uh, they need to get it over the hump. And the Yankees brought back the uh, soft-ass puppet boom, which I cannot stand it. And yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but I'm still enjoying the weather here, so I'll be back in soon. Listen, uh, enjoy yourself because you come back to New York and it's an absolute you-know-what show. Well, COVID cases going on with the weather being what it is. It's just, it's not not a great time. But if you're a Mets fan, it's a great time. So good hearing from you, Charlie. And, you know, I'm seeing John Bly tweet, I'm going to miss Buck on the Yes Network. I'm going to miss Buck on the Yes Network too, but he should be managing our team. If you're a Yankee fan, that's exactly the way I feel. All right, final one. We'll take Andy in the Bronx. Hi, Andy. I got you, Andy. You got me? What's going on? You know, I can hear you perfectly fine. Uh, this is a dark day in Yankee history, my friend. As a longtime Yankee fan, uh, uh, you know, watching this team when Buck, you know, during that series in 95 in Seattle, which still I'm, my heart is still broken from that series, to watch this manager be in the other side of town right now, JJ, is almost like I'm, I'm sitting here. My mind is completely bogged. But I have to congratulate, you know, Steve Cohen. The guy, his, he, he basically said, He's going to let his nuts drag. He said, guess what? I'm going to make the Mets a champion at all costs. And, I, you know, I have to congratulate. I'm not jealous, but, you know, 
I got to congratulate them. But to see Buck and the other side of... I mean, have you seen the graphic, by the way, Andy? I know my television network, SNY, has it. Um, a couple other places have it. Buck Showalter superimposed in the orange and blue Met jersey and the Met hat. You want to talk about a weird sight, dude. That is a weird, weird, weird sight. And listen, today is such a fascinating day because it's the element of the giddiness with the Met fan getting the guy that they wanted. But you can sense the anger and the frustration and this element of just, oh, the Yankees letting the guy who should have been a manager of this team go across town stinks. It absolutely stinks. And the thing, JJ, that kills me, that Boone got a three-year extension and we got to watch this fucking buffoon in our dugout. And then we got to see the Mets get a manager with credibility. And you know Buck is going to turn this around. You know what I'm saying? He's going to ride the ship. There isn't going to be any more uh, fights between Lindor and these other guys. I mean, he's going to instant credibility. It's just like, it's killing me as a Yankee fan right now. And anyway, I, I, congrats to the Mets fans. JG, I'm out of here. Uh, you know, we're having Christmas in my house today. I, you know, I picked up the phone and I saw the news. I said, this is all I freaking needed. But happy holidays to you and your family, JJ. Yankee fans, I feel you, my friends. Andy, listen, appreciate it. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that good stuff. But it's a Merry Christmas if you're a Mets fan. Yankee fans going to have to wait a couple more weeks to get something under their Christmas tree. All right, final one. I lied. That's okay. But this guy's in. I know he's giddy. We got to end on a high note with the great Hector in Washington Heights. Hector! JJ, I can't believe I missed this fucking alert. I can't believe it. I, I've been here. Yeah, but you're closing it out, man. You're like Mariano in his prime. So close it out with a bang, bro. I could only wish. I could only wish. Of course I'm excited, JJ. And listen, I, you know, you listen around, and I, I didn't listen to here too much, but I know there's some people out there who are like, oh, hey, Buck might be past his time, too old. Yeah, he can he do analytics? Can he blend with the new? Man, to the hell with all that nonsense. Like, I... I I don't understand why people think this analytics thing is something I understand it's sort of new in the sense that now there's names to all of this stuff. But you think Buck doesn't know these things? You think Buck, someone who's been managing all his life, who's been in baseball as long as he has, really can't deal with analytics? Like, this is the way to go. I'm done with the experimenting. And, and there's no guarantee, JJ. There's no guarantee, right? The games still have to be played. There's still the moves that need to be made. Uh, you're still hoping for health with, with the gum and, and even Scherzer, right? And for everyone else, also, you know, who knows with Cano coming back, all of that stuff. Right? But this is the move to make. At least I know now that I have a competent manager that will be able to handle the clubhouse, that will be able to handle the team on the field, that will be able to manage the game that's in front of him instead of only going on analytics. Because this is not fantasy baseball. See, I think sometimes we, people get caught up too much in the fantasy and think everything, you know, just plug in numbers. No, you got to know what the hell you're doing. He's going to have a feel. But listen, Hector, you go back to Buck when he managed the Yankees. As early as 1995, he was the king of on-base percentage. He had an analytical sense about him then. But what he does is he combines the analytics with that sort of old-school baseball feel because of a lifetime of being around the game and having a feel for players and having a feel for hot streaks and just understanding, quite frankly, the human element that goes in running a baseball team. That's been lacking from a couple of the different managers here in town. I've seen it with the Yankees. I've seen it with Rojas. I've seen it with Callaway. You are not going to have that now with your current manager. Your manager is ready to come in and hit the ground running. Absolutely. And listen, to me, analytics, the way I see it, 
any competent manager that was worth any anything always knew analytics. Maybe they didn't have the names and all the numbers to quantify it, right? But they always knew it had tendencies. They would recognize certain things from certain players. You know, like I said, it wasn't on paper. Now they have it. And the good manager is going to be able to still take the field for the game and now apply it with what they see on paper. And I, I don't see why Buck can, can't do that. I feel like he has done that. And again, we've been through experimenting for the last how many years with managers since Terry was gone. Enough of that nonsense. Bingo. Bingo. Hector, get somebody who's going to come in, hit the ground running, take names, kick ass. Great hearing your voice. Appreciate the call. No team in baseball has had a better offseason than the New York Mets. That's our final thought. This is a ton of fun. We'll have this posted as a pod in case you missed it. Green room tomorrow before the NFL action. We're back with a pod tomorrow night. How much fun is that going to be? Can't wait. JJ out. Enjoy your Saturday night. Be good, everybody.